Saturday and uh, happy July 4th. Uh, this is the Single Mom of Purpose. I am coming on to continue our book discussion on Destroying the Spirit of Rejection, Receive Love and Acceptance and Find Healing by John Eckhart. Okay, and we are in chapter 6. I'm going to pray really quickly, then we'll get into our discussion. Heavenly Father, we just come to you, Lord God, and we're just so thankful, Lord God, that you have given us the opportunity to come before you once again, Lord God. We thank you for your continual protection over our lives, over our minds, our spirits, our bodies, Father God, over our families, Lord God. Lord God, we're so thankful that we have the opportunity to come together, Lord God, to continue this book study so we can learn more about the spirit of rejection, so we are able to break free from it, we are able to get delivered from it, and we are able to help others do the same, Father God. It is in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Okay, so chapter 6 is titled, Pride, the Spiritual Blocker. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 16, 18. We've been going strong in identifying the cluster of demons that ravish the life of a person who has been deeply affected by all kinds of rejection. I pray that while you are reading this book, your expectation is building for a great turnaround, a reversal in your life and the lives of those for whom you are praying and believing. As we enter this chapter on pride, I want to remind you that there is nothing too hard for God. Though pride is a stubborn demon that shows up in almost every known demonic cluster, God is more stubborn still, stubborn enough to rescue you. In Job 41, pride manifests itself in the spirit realm as Levithan, L-E-V-I-A-T-H-A-N, the crooked sea serpent. Spirits operating within the demonic cluster of pride include arrogance, haughtiness, puffed up, self-exaltation, vanity, rebellion, stubbornness, scorning, defiance, anti-submissiveness, egotism, perfection, and the spirits of Rahab and Orion. Pride brings destruction and a curse causing a person to err. Psalms 119.21 God resists the proud, James 4, 6. The fear of the Lord is to hate pride and arrogance, Proverbs 8, 13. God attempts to hide pride from man through dreams, Job 33, 14 through 17. Sometimes sickness is the result of pride, Job 33, 19 through 26. God is able to abase those who walk in pride, Daniel 4:37. The spirit blocks prayer, worship and moving and the moving of the Holy Spirit. So this is something that we want to break free from if we are dealing with a spirit of pride as well cuz this spirit blocks, let me say it again, prayer, worship and the moving of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Within the rejection personality, the spirit of pride convinces a person you really do have a lot to be proud of. This cluster of demons even helps promote self-advertising publicity campaigns to convince others and forces the gauge of impurities and low self-image to rise to an unreasonable level and covers over the warning of Proverbs 27 2. Let another 
praise you and not your own mouth someone else and not your own lips okay again that's proverbs 27 2 the king of pride is leviathan l-e-v-i-a-t-h-a-n canst thou draw out leviathan with a hook or is his tongue with a cord which thou lestest down he beholdeth all high things he is a king over all the children of pride that's job 41 1 and 34 the king james version in the last chapter i introduce you introduce the concept of demonic kingdoms pride is another demonic kingdom that establishes occupancy in the soul of a person who is oppressed with a spirit of rejection in this kingdom the demon king is leviathan job 41 is the key passage of leviathan most of the people who have this powerful spirit never get deliverance because one of his chief jobs is to block deliverance ministers who refuse to open up to the ministry of deliverance are being controlled by a leviathan spirit and i hope hopefully i'm pronouncing that word right this is their chief problem most of the people who fight the deliverance ministry have powerful leviathan demons and are therefore rarely delivered those involved in the deliverance ministry will be familiar with leviathan but if you aren't you may be surprised when you encounter spirits that identify themselves as leviathan some bible translations refer to him as the crocodile or a large sea serpent Job 41 is a key passage on Leviathan. I talk about this demonic kingdom in depth in my book, Spiritual Warfare and, Manual, and Deliverance Manual. But I will briefly describe its characteristics again here as we de- develop excuse me, a spiritual strategy specifically focused on destroying the spirit of rejection. Okay, so now it takes us into that... Um, from what I said before about this spirit blocks prayer, worship, and moving of the Holy Spirit. So unable to flow in the Holy Spirit. His scales are his pride, shut up tightly as with a seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. Job 41, 15 through 16. Leviathan's scales are his pride. And as the verse says, no air can come between them. Air represents spirit and one of the manifestations of pride is the inability to flow in the spirit leviathan will attempt to block the flow and manifestations of the holy spirit in the assembly of believers proud people can hinder the flow of the spirit humility is a key to operating in the power of the holy spirit Now, this is one thing that I've always asked myself or just had questions about when you do go to like a church service, okay? You like, when I was a kid, I would always hear about, oh, people, you know, got the Holy Ghost or they got the Holy Spirit. It's like, you really don't see a lot of that. And I'm like, okay, why don't you? Because I'm like, if you're in a church service, okay, you're having praise and worship, uh, the pastor, the minister is preaching. Why isn't anyone really um, responding to that? And this is probably why, you know, a lot of people may be unable to flow in the Holy Spirit. So that's just my take. Um, Self-preserving. Leviathan's scales are his pride. 
He protects himself with armor. Proud people have a way of closing themselves off and hiding behind the scales of pride. When attacking Leviathan, we attack and strip his scales. Okay, blocks prayer and prayer ministry. Will he make many supplications unto thee? Job 41.3 Supplication is prayer. And Leviathan does not make supplication because he is too proud. Leviathan will therefore attempt to block prayer and attack prayer ministries. We have dealt with people who get sleepy when praying and found that it can be connected to Leviathan. Yes, I can uh, relate to that. It's like as soon as you want to get ready to pray or as soon as you get ready to read your Bible, all of a sudden you're tired. Why? Okay, why? It's like I've been slept, got all my sleep, you know. Um, why am I having this problem now when, I, when I'm trying to pray and trying to read my Bible? All of a sudden, I just, this sleep just, just come over me. So now we know what that is. Um, when we pray, we should always approach God with a spirit of humility. The concept of supplication in Bible, verge, Bible verses, such as Philippians 4, 6, is about submitting a request to one who is in authority over us. God is our creator, our ruler. He is surveying. He is to be reverenced and feared. He is our ultimate help. But those who operate with a spirit of pride will have the attitude that they don't even need God, that they don't need his covering and protection. Pride will cause us to strive and work things out on our own. Pride causes us to lean to our own understanding, which is at the very least limited. We cut God's infinite wisdom and unlimited strength and provision out of the picture, and we set ourselves up for failure and burnout, among other things. This is true. There are many folks that will refuse to pray. They don't believe in prayer. They don't believe in God. They think that they can do whatever they want, when they want, um, and they, they believe that everything that they have is because of themselves, that whatever they do is because of them. They don't get no help from anybody, not even from God. Um, speaks harsh words. Will he speak soft words unto thee? Job 41.3 Leviathan does not speak soft words. Harsh words are another sign of Leviathan. He speaks roughly without tenderness or kindness. I've dealt with people like this. It's like you could come to them with the most loving spirit and they just they are really harsh with you. Rude, um, arrogant. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Job 41:21 says his breath kindles coals, meaning that his words have a destructive negative effect. Those under Leviathan's power become very critical, especially of those in authority. They become judgmental and their words have the effect of pulling down rather than building up. And this is why I always say, Constructive criticism is not always constructive criticism. There's a way you have to go to that person. There's a way you have to speak to that person. If you're speaking to them harshly, how can that be viewed as constructive criticism? Constructive criticism should be done in love, okay, with loving words. Yes, you have to uh, get your point across, but there's a certain way you do that, okay? Um, Pride is a mean spirit. People who are prideful disregard the feelings and needs of others. There is no consideration in the way that they interact with other people. 
They speak to them however they want. But this is not how we as believers are to carry on in our day-to-day conversation with others. We should always, excuse me, be walking in love, grace, humility, and kindness. Breaks covenant. Will he make a covenant with thee? Job 41.4 Leviathan does not keep covenant. He is a covenant-breaking spirit. Many marriages have suffered because of the operation of Leviathan. A marriage will not survive if the spouses are prideful and lack the desire to submit to one another. Look at what Pastor Ron Phillips says about Leviathan. When someone is affected by this spirit, it destroys covenant relationships. This spirit breaks up marriages, business partnerships, friendships, and worst of all, churches. Pride makes you think you don't know anyone, that you can do everything on your own. Oh, need anyone, I'm sorry. Pride makes you think you don't need anyone, that you can do everything on your own. It leads you to see people as resources to leverage and use to achieve your own goals, your own ends. Why am I making, putting words in it? Oh, Lord, y'all forgive me. I don't know where that word came from, but it says ends, your own ends. (laughs) Pride keeps you from experiencing the intimacy of relationship, collaboration, and exchanging thoughts and ideas. It keeps you from seeing the value in others. Pride will lead you to come, though. Pride will lead you to compete rather than collaborate. You will have a me versus the world mentality. Can I let y'all know something, please? And I know I keep throwing church folks out there, but this is what a lot of us deal with in church, in ministry, and it should not be this way. This is why it is oh, imperative for us to know these type things. A lot of people don't like to speak on spiritual things, maybe because they don't understand it and they don't um, want to um, give their members or church goings, goers more than they can bite off. But this needs to be known. This needs to be taught. This needs to be uh, preached. Okay, it needs to be spoken on because a lot of churches, a lot of people that have walked away from the church because of stuff like this can be avoided. Okay, we can finally get on one accord if people will do right and speak on things that we're supposed to be speaking on. I myself, for the past few years, trying to um, become who God has created me to be, I have had to deal with these type of spirits that are operating in folks in the church. And it's sad. It's, It's really sad. But let me say it again. Pride keeps you from experiencing the intimacy of relationship, collaboration, and exchanging thought and ideas. It keeps you from from seeing the value in others. Pride will lead you to compete rather than collaborate. You will have a me versus the world mentality. Some people think you are coming to take their position Okay, and this is not even only the church. This is even in workplaces. Okay, because they see something on your life. And it's like, I'm not here to to go against you. You know, I'm trying to work with you. But people that deal with pride 
and deal with these these type spirits and everything that comes with them that they, they can't see that they don't know that because they have this me versus the world mentality and it's like you don't have to be like that okay you really don't because especially in ministry it's like we're there for the body of christ we shouldn't be in competition we should be putting our heads together to see how we can help god's kingdom okay to help our other um brothers and sisters that that's the goal that should always be the goal there should be no me against the world mentality but sadly it is for prideful people honoring covenant is not possible they do not see the blessings of walking in covenant with covenant you have to be willing to compromise to give and take to hear and sometimes act on behalf of another Leviathan hardens the hearts of those he possesses, causing them to reject covenant, even covenant with God. People controlled by Leviathan do not value others. Therefore, they cannot honor others by keeping their word to them. Marriages, friendships, and families are the types of covenantal relationships that fall apart because one party is subject to pride hates serving but likes to be served oh lord jesus (laughs) wilt thou take him for a servant forever job 41 4 leviathan does not serve okay pride will prevent us from serving one another serving is an act of humility and leviathan hates it Prideful people do not have the capacity to serve others. Lord, Lord, Lord. Service requires humility. As the Bible points out, pride is the same as a spirit of haughtiness. Haughtiness means that you are convinced, oh Lord, that you are better than those around you. Jesus, Jesus entitled to esteem honor and a higher station controlled by the spirit you will feel that you need to be served that you desire to be served lord 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 look why i know all people like this (laughs) i've known people like this i've dealt with people like this lord jesus not to be played with wilt thou play with him as a bird or wilt thou bind him by thy maidens job 41 5 don't play with pride he is not a pet it would be dangerous to attempt to do so this spirit cannot be tamed and therefore has to be renounced completely difficult to defeat Lay thy hand upon him, remember the battle, and do no more. Job 41.8 The battle with pride may be one of the most difficult battles you will encounter. Pride is a very, oh Lord, pride is very strong in the lives of many. And it will take a fierce determination to defeat it. Even when you are dealing with another person who is full of pride, you may feel as if you are in a battle this is true this is true this is recent 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 i have had to deal with a prideful person and i'm telling you it was i was in this battle by myself by myself nothing um 
could be said nothing could be done it was just like nope 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 that look that that's a battle that you do not want to be in dealing with a prideful person and uh it's it's hard um but yeah that's why you gotta be um prayed up prayed up stiff-necked and stubborn oh jesus in his neck remaineth strength job 41 leviathan is stiff-necked stubbornness and rebellion are signs of leviathan israel was always called a stiff-necked people and god judged them for their stubbornness and rebellion rebellion is a sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is an iniquity and idolatry first samuel 15 23 you stiff-necked people uncircumcised in heart and ears you always resist the holy spirit as your fathers did so do you acts 7 51 heart of heart his heart is a blah. his heart is as firm as a stone yea as hard as a piece of the nether millstone job 41 24 Hardness of heart is another characteristic of the Leviathan. It is also a root of divorce, Matthew 19. Hardness of heart is connected to unbelief and the inability to understand and comprehend spiritual things. And I keep thinking of, when I hear the hardness of heart and the hardening of someone's heart, I keep going back to um, the book of Exodus with Pharaoh. And when he would not let god's people go his heart had to keep being hardened so i just that just keep coming to my mind so but yeah um deeply rooted he maketh the deep to boil like a pot he maketh the sea like a pot of ointment job 41 31 leviathan dwells in the deep pride can become deeply rooted in our lives it can be difficult to pull out leviathan is in the sea which represents the nations. He causes the deep to boil and is responsible for restlessness. Okay, we got like two more pages that I'm going to be sharing from, and that's the end of chapter six. Um, controlling and resist submission. Apostle Colin Urquhart, I believe that's how I'm pronouncing it, is U-R-Q-U-H-A-R-T, has studied the spirit of Leviathan and I still don't believe I'm saying that right, and says that because of its pride, Leviathan wants to be in control. And those under the influence of the spirit want to control situations in which they are placed. They resist submission to true spiritual authority. And I'm glad that's pointed out is true spiritual authority. Be- just because you are under someone, I believe you don't have to submit to them because it may not be true spiritual authority you can respect people but you don't necessarily have to submit to them if they're not true spiritual authority everyone does not operate within the kingdom of god everyone does not operate in um uh uh what's the word as a child of god Okay, so we have to know the difference. And that's why I'm glad it's true spiritual authority. If this person is truly from God, if they are truly operating within the kingdom of God, they are truly operating within the spirit of God and under God's authority, then yes, submission is key. But we have to know who we're under 
and who they're operating for, okay? He says that Leviathan is a mocking spirit and uses mockery as one way of attacking others. It will mock those who are walking in the obedience to the Lord or who disagree with them. So important to them are their own opinions. Eucharist points out that people with a strong spirit of pride not only become hard-hearted, but they also become thick-skinned. These these points back to the tight scales of this reptile-like spirit that function like armor. The truth bounces off of them, he says. And I believe that because like I tell you, when you're dealing with someone with the spirit of pride, it's like they won't receive the truth either. You could be speaking all truth to them. You could be speaking straight Bible to them. They will, it will bounce right off of them. Deceptive. Leviathan twists the truth. It misrepresents what has been said, causing people to sometimes believe the very opposite of what was said. This is true. Because you could be telling them truth, but they will hear and interpret something different. Um, where am I at? Those under its influence hear things in a twisted way. And then they pass on this twisted version, often believing it to be the truth. It is this twisting of this truth that makes it a difficult spirit to deal with. You cannot reason with this spirit because it blinds people to the truth. In fact, those under its influence can be so deceived that they do not appreciate that they are deceived or are twisting the truth. Isaiah 27.1 says, In that day, the Lord with his fierce and great and strong sword will punish Leviathan the fleeing serpent even Leviathan, the twisted serpent. Here is how this deceiving spirit operates. Something is said from the word, and before you hear it, he twists it. You hear it wrong. Maybe you speak to your mate about an issue meaning good, but he or she is angered by it. Some some decision is made in the church, and it is what it is, yet you feel there must be more or someone infected with Leviathan twists what has been said and creates division. This serpent gets between you and me and twists the truth. He gets between friends and marital partners and twists. He gets into church life and twists. In an instant, the crocodile takes his prey and twists it around until it takes the life out of it. The enemy will take good people and twist them until confusion comes. We know that God is not the author of confusion, okay? Defeat Leviathan with the power of God and fasting. I love that. You crushed the heads of Leviathan in pieces and gave him for food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Psalms 74, 14. God has the power to smite and break Leviathan's head, which represents his authority. God is our king who is making, I'm sorry, working salvation, deliverance in the earth. The psalmist said, I humbled my soul with fasting, Psalms 35, 13. 
He knew that humility is a great weapon against pride, and it also invites the grace of God, James 4, 6, into the battle to give another level of strength against this stubborn demon. Excuse me. When we fast, we humble our souls. Deliverance from Leviathan brings peace, favor, joy, and liberty. Pharaoh, look at this, look at this. Pharaoh, didn't I just talk about Pharaoh? Was a Leviathan. God released his people from Pharaoh's grip through terrible judgments. The people of Israel left Egypt and journeyed to the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Prosperity will come with deliverance from Leviathan. The Leviathan spirit can only be overcome through the spirit supernatural activity of God's spirit, not by any human means. The spirit produces a hardness of hearts and people. Job 41:24. Making it even more difficult to bring those being used by the spirit to the repentance they need. As you begin to throw off and dismantle spirits that operate within the spirit of rejection, know that your bout with pride will be the toughest of them all. It is at the root of your fallen nature. It goes deep into the spirit of man, but you can win, though not without humbling yourself before God and seeking him for deliverance. You will not win against Leviathan in your own strength. That is it for chapter six. Father God, I pray to you right now, Father God, that whoever is listening to this message, Lord God, even myself, Lord God, as I read this to your people, Lord God, and to whoever is listening, God, we pray for those that are dealing with this, this spirit of pride, Lord God, the, the, this spirit that blocks out your um, Holy Spirit, Lord God. It blocks out the Holy Spirit. It blocks out prayer. It blocks out worship, Lord God. We, we just pray, Lord, that you begin to dismantle this spirit in our lives, Lord God. We pray that you continue to dismantle the spirit of rejection that so many may have been dealing with it, but don't know what it is, Father God. We ask that you continue to break it down, Lord God. Continue to to show up and show out, Father God, and allow us to see, hear, and know what it is that we are dealing with, what we have to deal with, and what we can deal with, Lord God on our own, Lord God, and the things that we can't, Lord, we ask that you send your Holy Spirit, Father God, to assist us in doing what needs to be done, Lord God, and that's getting rid of the wrong spirits in our life, Father God, so we can be the best for the kingdom of God. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Again, you guys, I want to thank you for continuing to come on and listening to these podcasts, continue to um, go through this book discussion with me, Father. Um, I'm sorry for you guys. Um, I'm enjoying this. I'm learning a lot. I'm already seeing some um, light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm very excited about that. I hope this has been helping you guys. I hope it helps other people in your lives. Um, that you can take whatever you're learning from here and you can take it and help somebody else. Um, we have six more chapters to go. Um, this book has 12 chapters, and I tell you, each chapter gets better and better. I love John Eckhart's books. There are, um, they take us into the spiritual side of things. Um, so we're going to continue this. And by the end of this book, I just, I hope and pray 
that we are further um, away from this spirit, that we have broken free from it, that we have learned that we need to learn so we can begin to dismantle it in our lives. Um, again, this is a single amount of, of purpose. I'm on Instagram, uh, my uh, Facebook group for women, Kingdom Women, is on um, Facebook, uh, Kingdom Girls Ministries. You can check out my website, look at my previous uh, blog posts, uh, com. You can see my books on there. My books are all available on Amazon.com. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to listen to my podcast. Um, I've been doing this since I think last year, uh, 2019. And this is something that I, I like doing. Even though I'm an introvert and I like to speak in front of people, I love coming on here to talk with you guys. And maybe this is going to help me um, break down that fear of speaking in front of people, in front of big groups, and um, just being comfortable with doing that. And even maybe this, you know, going through this spirit of rejection, maybe that's something else that's going to help me uh, break free from that fear. Okay. So, I will be back with you guys um, another day or two and go over Chapter 7. Have an awesome day, an amazing weekend, and we will be talking soon.